Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all the stairs off sparkly. Thank you, clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked myself out. The glory holds like a, a like dick theater. I've imagined your friends. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, 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 hello. Hello. I'm Bradford. I'm Angela. And you're here on By the By. Welcome back. A weekly podcast about love, lust, and happily sexual after parties. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of sexual after parties, uh, the sexual party is June 30th. That's our next pendulum party over at our secret spot. And what's going to be special about this one? Well, we're doing a theme. We're trying to do a theme. We're theming it. Uh, And the theme is, it's June. It's Pride Month. So it's wear your pride. Yeah, let's round out the Pride Month. Let's show it off. That's right. And anybody who wants to come as a lion, you're... You're going to get a special hug from me because that's fucking funny. Yeah. I may, I may dress as a lion. A prideful lion. That's what I need. I need a rainbow uh, mane. Get on it. To the internet. <laughs> this podcast will be short this week because I am going to be on the internet trying to find a, no, I'm kidding. A lion pride. But pride I will, lion. I will look for a pride <laughs> lion costume. Yep. I mean, if you really want, we could be crafty and make one, but make one <laughs> please i'm of an age where i don't make things mm-hmm. except mistakes um problems <laughs> and gas <laughs> those are the three things i make nowadays a really interesting combination sometimes dinner you, bad decisions i make bad decisions you do dinner a lot and bad decisions oh you, know, you do that a fair bit too <laughs> oh, that's great uh also coming up We don't know exact dates, but we are going to be in Melbourne Mm mid-July at uh, a little place that you've heard us talk about before. I mean, you know, we've probably spoken about it between friends. Uh Uh-huh. See? You see what I did there? Uh, Just watch this space. We will be there. We are just hammering out the dates. Yep. Uh, And we're going to be doing a podcast. We're going to record a podcast there. So That's right. Any of y'all sexy folks out there who want to come along and want to talk and share stories and laughs and just are you in fun. Melbourne or the Greater Victoria area? <laughs> go to go to Melbourne and then go to Queen <laughs> Friends. Tell them Bradford and Angela sent, sent you, and they'll be like, "You came on the wrong date." <laughs> You'll be like, "But Bradford didn't give me a date." Just be patient. Anyway, so yes, we'll have it next week. Next week we'll know for sure. Yeah, and probably before if you're on Discord. That's right. Yeah, that's right. If you're on Discord, how do you get on Discord? All you have to do is support us at any level on patreon.com slash by the by podcast. 
And uh, yeah, you'll get the little invite in your inbox. And the next thing you know, you're surrounded by a bunch of hilarious, brilliant, sexy, awesome humans who are up 24-7 because they are all around the world. Global. Or global. (laughs) (laughs) As some people might say. Uh uh Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, Then lastly, but not leastly, Mm -hmm. is Escape to the Tropics. That's right, folks. 8th through the 13th of November, Mm -hmm. we're going to be in far north Queensland. FNQ, baby. FNQ. And uh, yeah, so if you want to find out more information about that, you can find the events page on RHP. You can contact us. You can go to our website, www.bythebye.com.au, and then through the events page. Or you can check out exclusively rhp.com. Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. There's only a couple of rooms left. Yes. So and it's exciting because it. we have been, look, we've been talking about theme nights and some of the activities we're going to be doing. And like, I am not going to say much, but I will leak one of our theme nights, <laughs> which is the one I am the most excited about because it'll be easy. It'll be easy as ABC. Uh-huh. And what does that stand for? Anything but clothing. That's right. So one of our theme nights is dress your sexiest. You're just not allowed to wear fabric. Yep. Yep. No clothing. No clothing. Anything and everything else. So very excited for that. What will we wear? I don't know, but we'll wear something. Mm-hmm. There's been, I've seen some really interesting things before. Yes. We've done some interesting things before. Yes. So Yes, we have. I don't know what we're going to do this year. We'll have to work on that. Yeah. So um, stay tuned. Watch this space. Mm. And uh, we'll talk about some of that, you know, as it gets closer to November. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So that's all the official stuff. What do we got to talk about tonight, Angela? We have a few questions that have come in, like, very recently. I like questions. Mm -hmm. Question me. Riddle me this, Batman. Okay. All right. I need a button for that. But I don't have one. A Riddler button? Yeah. Yeah. Riddler. I would be like the diddler. No, that sounds great. <laughs> it's got negative connotations. <laughs> negative connotations. And then the fiddler, like, I could be the fiddler on the roof. <laughs> Get on a roof with a violin and be like, hey, baby, how you doing? <laughs> but, but they're a consenting adult. Because, again, fiddler has this really negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway. I have parts you can fiddle. See? But then I, I, I almost went into the song Fiddle About from The Who's Tommy. Um, which is about <laughs> nasty, wrong things, mm-hmm. non-consenting. Right. Anyway, it's tough. Musical theater is tough a dangerous place to be. Yeah, it's just not safe there. <laughs> you think about all the bad. I'm sorry. Just go. Well, let's quick, go on a tangent. Let's just go. Off. Quick tangent on <laughs> relationships in musical theater, and I guess relationships in musical theater aren't that much different than relationships in other media that we consume. Mm. But I'm just trying to think of like. You've got uh, the the fiddle about, which is, again, it's about uh, child abuse, but still. You've also got Phantom of the Opera, which is clearly this gaslighting, rapey thing. You've got <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, which is clearly Stockholm Syndrome. You've got um, uh, uh, Oklahoma, which has Jed, who doesn't care about what she wants. He just wants her. There, seven Brides for Seven Brothers, which the whole theme is... Let's go kidnap seven women so they'll cook for us. Mm-hmm. Like, have a song about that. <laughs> like, wow, times have changed. <laughs> anyway, 
I'm sorry. I think there's a different standard now, perhaps. Yes, yes. The standard now is true love, like in Rent, where we fall in love over, you know, a crack candle. (laughs) 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 The the Little Mermaid, whose theme is you have to change in order to be with me. Mm. Oh, now I'm depressed. Musical theater usually up. We we saw a really interesting bit about Little Mermaid last night on the YouTube video. I was probably really drunk. Remember the sound? No. Her voice box. You don't remember any of this? No. <laughs> it was so. It was this whole thing. Just really oh, briefly. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, it's um, film. Uh, film theory. Yeah. Yes. So it was just real briefly for people out there. If you're interested, go watch it. It's on film theory uh, on YouTube. But it was basically saying that by asking for her voice, Ursula saved Eric's life because of how sound waves go under the ocean and basically how loud animals under the ocean are, how many decibels. That Hundreds of decibels yeah. for the animals under the ocean. And so they went through this whole thing about how loud Ariel's voice would have been and she would have deafened Eric yes. if once she spoke or sang. And so it was this whole thing. Watch it. It's actually really good. It's entertaining. Brilliant. Film theory. Yeah. Matt Pat, I love you, man. Yeah. Just reach out to us. We'll do a collab. I don't know. <laughs> style theory. I think I could be on style theory. <laughs> ABC, baby. Anything but close. <laughs> He's going to tell me how the things I pick will kill me. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> okay, sorry. But I digress. No more musical theater. Oh, it's okay. No, no. It's just. All good. We could do a whole musical theater episode. We could. Like. like, really, it's just depressing. Mm. All right, we're going to do this one day. <sighs> yes. There is a musical called Swing. Mm. It's not about swingers. Oh. <laughs> it's about swing dancing. Damn. <laughs> but also it has a, as I recall, it has a very uncomfortable relationship. <laughs> All righty then. I, oh, man. Anyway. All right. Sorry. I mean, do you want to divert this episode? No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't want to. This isn't going to be a whole hour of people listening to me rant about relationships (laughs) in musical theater. Although it could be. It could be. Maybe that'll be our new podcast. Fair enough. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Okay. But for now, we have a few questions. Sorry. Yes. We have questions that people actually want answered. I mean, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So this one came through on email. We have one from email, one from Discord, and then we'll see where we've Go from there because I think there's a few more if I could dig a bit further. Yes. But this one. Oh, I like how it starts out. Oh, okay. I love, love, love the podcast. Okay. No, number one, you win. We love, love, love you. The rule is if you suck up to me, <laughs> I, I will I will treat you better. Just, I'm sorry. That's just how it is. I don't make the rules. I just have to adhere to them. I just recently realized my own bisexuality and love hearing and learning about your insights and experiences. Yay. Congrats. You both seem super cool and fun and self-assured. We are. But, well, we're the first two. Uh, mm-hmm. We are not the last one. I am not self-assured. I hope someday to be as free and open as you both. While my wife knows, she isn't exactly happy about it. Any suggestions on what I can do to make her more comfortable and accepting? I'd love to explore my buy side further. Blah, blah, blah. Thanks for reading. Da, da, da. So, yeah. And they sent a picture and blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of thing. But basically, yeah, they're just new to their bisexuality and, and figuring themselves out. Their wife knows. How can, how can he help make her more comfortable accepting and explore himself? So there's a lot to unpack there. Yes. It's like <laughs> my suitcase after I come back from Melbourne and leave it on the floor for a while. And, and then it doesn't get unpacked for a very long time. <laughs> It's full of clean clothes, <laughs> the clothes I didn't wear. Uh, so it's it's interesting. Really, the only thing that we have to go from is the my wife isn't thrilled about it or happy about it. I think it was happy. Let me have one that looked back. Oh my goodness! 
Um, in my thesara bread, uh, brain. She isn't exactly happy about it. She isn't exactly Not happy. exactly unhappy either. Right. And I always think that that's an important distinction to make. Mm. It's probably that, again, he's been thinking about it for a very long time, coming up with, coming to terms with his sexuality, how he feels, what he thinks, maybe even what he wants. He didn't say if he's even gotten that far. Yeah. But if he's only just started talking to his wife about it and she's not been on this exploration with him, which is hard because often you do that on your own, then yeah, she's like already, she's miles behind him on the journey of knowing what it is, what it means, how it impacts relationships, how it impacts her specifically, how it impacts him. There is a lot that goes into it. And she's probably way behind the on that journey than he is. Yeah. And at the same time, she is probably thinking, how does this affect me? How does this affect our relationship? What does this mean for us? What does this mean for our life? Yeah. Yeah, we have a life. It's it's interesting because like I am much calmer now in my olden years. Well, we should find a similar question from like six years ago and see what you said. <laughs> I, I just, I, I have a lot more compassion now for, I think, both sides than I maybe I used to have. And I look at it from her position and I think, oh, cool. I'm going to lose my husband. Yeah. Like, because still, yeah. there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of bisexuality, especially, I'll say, qualify that. There's not a lot of common uh, healthy portrayals of bisexuality in our media. And, so, and particularly in men. An on, in men and in an ongoing, already existing relationship. Yes. And so like the, the, we'll get to the part where he says he wants, to, he's excited to explore it. But even beyond that, just the, I can see her point of view of like, okay, cool. What do I do with this? Mm. What, I, this is information that I have no idea for her, if she is heterosexual and is confident, comfortable, and sort of set in her ways, not in a negative thing, but you know, like, you know, yeah, set. Yeah. I can see where she's like, BFD, man. <laughs> like, yeah. What does this mean? Who cares? But from his point of view, I also understand from having lived that, like, holy shit, this is a whole new thing. This is important. This is scary. This is exciting. And this is self discovery, which I think is above everything else, the, the best thing that we can all do. Mm. And from his perspective, it's also probably like, this is a whole new world opened up to me. There's all these possibilities. A whole new world. <laughs> a new whole world that's full of holes. <laughs> but he's probably like... And with, since we're way up here, I'm kind of queer. <laughs> I really want to share my holes with you. Okay, sorry. <laughs> That's now keep going. Um, but, <laughs> I said no more musicals, but I lied. But yeah, so he's probably like, you know, there's all these possibilities, or maybe not, but but he might not even know, and you don't know what yeah. what's even out there. But at the same time, for her, it could be like you said, if she's confident and established in who she is and in their relationship, and doesn't question their relationship whatsoever, then it may be, yeah, and then what? Yeah. Like she may not understand some of the things that he's either looking for that he's seen along his exploration and his discovery path, or if she's not as confident and set that it might be, what does this mean for us? Yeah. And either way, it still might be, what does this mean for us? Absolutely. Because inevitably the relationship will change. The question is how, to what degree, and do you grow together? Mm. And like advice on that would be number one, like in Angela, you've already said it, wait, 
Hmm. Just be patient. Let it sit for a while. Let it simmer. You know, the, the best stocks hmm. are, are left to cook for a very long time. And then after that, then you can talk about it again and see. And I'll say we've had people on our Discord chat talk about it. Hmm. Like after it sits for two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, and the it's brought up again and the partner goes, oh, yeah, you're still talking about that. Mm. Though they haven't thought about it at all. I think that's, it's, uh, oh, That's wow. a tough one. I'm, I'm so different than how I used to be because I think I used to have railed against that. But now I'm like, dude, or dudette, we. Dudorino. We, dudorino, <laughs> just gender neutral. Uh, <laughs> we all have so much stupid shit going on that. It, it, it's, it's easy to forget things that don't directly affect you if you don't think they directly affect you. But you also don't want to be the partner who's brought it up and be badgering them. Hey, did you think about, yeah. what do you think about? Have you, have you, like, what do you want to do? Like, are you even on this? Like, do you want to do this with me? Like, you can't be the one who's badgering and hounding. So you have to give them time and space and hope that they will do something with it. And it could be that even along that way, and during those weeks, months, whatever it takes, that maybe you do say a little something or bring something up or watch something on TV or somehow try to work the bisexuality into the everyday life. And there's easy ways to, to do that that I think are relatively non-threatening. If you're watching TV and you find somebody attractive, you say they're attractive. Mm. Uh, like it's not like or or do the whole you know your five celebrities list kind of thing and i think there's something fun about that too is play that game of what turns you on and why mm. and play that game with your partner and even if you ask them first it's logical that they'll be polite and ask you the reciprocal question yeah and giving someone space doesn't mean not communicating about it no agreed throughout the whole time definitely keep communication lines open and and make them comfortable to come to you whenever they're ready to. But it's also, I mean, it's so hard because we don't know, like, when, when he says she's not exactly happy, like, what does that actually mean? Yeah. Because there's a lot, I think, that can go from that. But it could be that, like you said, maybe it is, what does this mean for me? What does this mean for us? And that could be something that you, I mean, you should both explore together and have discussions about, what does it mean? And and that'll change over time for sure. But it could be, what does it mean right now? Like in this moment, what does it mean next week, next month? You know, are you going to change behaviors? Probably not immediately. Yeah. If you even explore it all, it may just be, hey, I'm bisexual. I'm attracted to other people romantically or, you know, it doesn't mean that you actually have to go do anything. And so, yeah, the, I think that's a, something to explore as well, both within yourself and within the relationship is what does this actually mean? And is it a, hey, I want you to acknowledge this and accept it so that if I make comments or, you know, whatnot, that it's accepted and that's okay. Or is it that uh, maybe down the road, not tomorrow, not next week, maybe six months, a year, three years from now, I want to act on it. Yeah. And there are ways to go about that. So if you're looking to explore, which I think also the email said, looking excited. It does sound like looking it, yeah. to explore. What does that mean? So like, I think that the first thing you have to ask yourself is what does that mean? What does exploration look like? Does it mean 
I mean, are we looking at grinder? Are we looking at saunas and hookups? Are we looking at full swinging? Are we looking at ethical non-monogamy? Are we looking at polyamory? There's a whole sliding scale. Another thing you forgot mm. on a different take to that is exploring could also be uh, engaging with and immersing yourself to whatever degree in the LGBT community in your area. Absolutely. So it could yeah, be true. even just allyship. Like whether you come out publicly or not, it could just be allyship and showing that, hey, I support this community. Yeah. Which is a, a super, we need more people like that, yeah. right? And so I think that you need to have a very clear picture. And it, that picture can be evolving. That mm. picture can change. But you need to have a very clear picture of what you want that experience to be. Mm. And so ways you can start with that are things like, we've said it before, watching porn with your partner. If you watch bi or gay porn with your partner, that's a way to sort of experience the, the experience it. Mm. Uh, pegging is another fun thing. I mean, unless you're a top. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, if, if you are wanting to experience what it feels like for pegging, that's another thing that you can do with your existing partner. So I think that there, find a, like, like Angela said, find a, a pride community locally, maybe a, your own little Mardi Gras like Sydney does. Um, not knowing where this person is, there's lots of places you can go that you could do vacations that can, can have a diversion. So if you're in the U S and you go to, you go to the, uh, to New York, you don't have to go to a swingers club or to a sauna. You can go to Stonewall and just sort of sit in reverence at the people who came before us that, that did a lot so that we could have the platform that we have here that gives you the platform that you have to email us and then us to talk about your experience. Like that right there, just going and, and visiting can be something that's nice and special. And there's lots of places, East Coast, West Coast, go to Castro. Yeah. yeah. In San Francisco. Yeah. And as far as making her more comfortable and accepting, I would say definitely communicate. Keep the lines of communication open. Let her know how much she means to you and how much the relationship means and that this isn't going to end things. Right. Yeah. Because th there could be a concern that that's what's going to happen, whether it's immediate or, you know, near term kind of thing. So just be aware of her needs, her desires, and make sure that those are met. Make sure her cup is full. Mm. And I think that then she'll be more accepting of what you come to her with. And the other thing, because you mentioned, like, does this mean that we're going to look into swinging or engaging with other people in that way, which also includes her. So you definitely need her on board with that. But if you go, nice at least, yes. yeah, but if you go <laughs> to our website on the education tab, there's actually some questions we put up ages ago. And it's basically, you know, it, are you open to swinging? And so the idea is that and also fantasy scenarios. So it's questions that you should ask yourselves when you're considering or starting swinging. So the idea is that you go to separate rooms, go to separate spaces, answer the questions, come back together and talk about it and, and yeah. see how it goes. And then there's fantasy scenarios, which are things like, how do you feel about kissing, cuddling, flirting, talking dirty, giving it to a partner, receiving it from a partner, giving it to men, women, etc., you know, receiving it from people. And so it's just, again, you go to separate rooms, you fill this out, you come back together, you talk about it. And it gives you an idea as to what is it that we're actually looking at or looking for if we want to engage with other couples or with other people. Yeah. And and so it's a good way just to, again, start that conversation. Hell, it's a good check-in from time to time because we all know that our relationships evolved and what we want from them evolve. 
And so it's a, a good way to check in. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Look, it's on our website for a reason. And I, I got to be honest, I forget it's on our website all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, yeah, you're right. It's good. We put it up there for a reason and it's uh, a good place to start. Yeah. So uh, I think in closing, the first line of advice is patience, both with your partner and with yourself. There's no rush. You've got time. We saw the picture. You're cute. You're young. You'll yeah. do fine. Like, <laughs> I, I wouldn't stress too much, but I also would continually check in. And if that check-in time means that you set up scheduled dates with your partner yep. and you just put it all out there and say, this is, this is what I'm saying and what I'm thinking. Mm. So, yeah. but And don't be afraid to be vulnerable with Yeah. Them. Vulnerability is sexy. Yeah. And then except, also, except when you're wearing a suit of armor, <laughs> I'm saying then that also that may let them know as well how important it is to you. Yeah, as well. Yeah, it's true. So wear a suit of armor, but, uh, <laughs> wear the special padding underneath so they can't get in the kinks. Unless you're kinky. Oh shit! Oh what wait, what? Fuck! Now I'm confused. I've done kind of confused myself. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't keep dragging on. Ah, uh, 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 well, that that came uh, organically. I'm really proud of that. Uh, <laughs> I'm oh my God. Really proud of that. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Let's, uh, let's, I mean, I'm just going to take a quick break. Because, we need to appreciate that. Because we need to yeah. let that one sink okay. in. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Look, I know at this point you're getting tired of us talking about how great a game Curious Humans is. But uh, look, they recently released the Ultimate Icebreaker game, and it's called Kinky Humans. And I know you silly, sexy motherfuckers out there that you like this kind of stuff. It's good. It's good. The cards are beautifully drawn with uh, St. Andrew's Cross and people in a shibari hang, like suspension i should say i guess anyway they're they're great they're the x's the crosses and knots or the crosses and checks i don't know i'm not australian but look one of the questions that I just randomly pulled out that i absolutely love is shoes turn me on and let me just say i'm going to jump in here because <laughs> that's one of the cards in the in this this new ultimate icebreaker game kinky humans shoes turn me on and the answer for me is absolutely in fact, last night we had a little mini sort of podcast get together. There was 10 of us at a bar here locally in Sydney. And one of the ladies walks in with these absolutely amazing high heeled shoes. 
that were full lace up the front, like from toe to ankle, high top, high heel, sequined, just the fantastic shoes. Instantly turned on. So mm. do shoes turn me on? They sure do. Angela, do shoes turn you on? Yes, I very much appreciate very nice shoes. Um, my problem is that now I get jealous because I often can't wear them because the heels are too high. But I still very, very much appreciate lovely shoes. So there you go. Learn more about yourself. Learn more about your friends. Learn more about your partner. Learn more about Curious Humans. Go to CuriousHumansGame.com and use checkout code BYTHEBY. That'll get you 10% off. And uh, it'll also get you one of the most fun games that we've played in a very long time. Mother's Day just came and went. And uh, we're going to avoid the obvious sexy joke there. And talk about what you could and should have gotten for your mom. Going to adamandeve.com and using checkout code by the by, you could have gotten your mom a quality sex toy. So much better than maybe, I don't know, whoever your mom is currently with right now. Be it your dad, her boyfriend, or no one. Or you. I don't know. I'm not going to judge. And if you're in West Virginia or Tasmania, at least. Kentucky. <laughs> West by God, Kentucky. AdamandEve.com has the, all the greatest toys that you and your parents could want. Like The best part about getting your parents sex toys is they'll leave you alone for a very good long time. So if you're sick of talking to your family, want to get your mom something good that will just keep her happy and keep her out of your business, go to AdamandEve.com. Use checkout code by the by 50% off one item in your cart. Free, free, free shipping. Six videos on demand, and some extra goodies thrown in the box just in case. Plus, it comes shipped to you discreetly, so you won't have to worry, you know, your mom won't have to worry when she has to go to the post office to pick it up. I mean, I'm assuming the box won't be vibrating, but hey, if that's what she wants, that's what mama wants. So get mama what she wants, deserves, and needed, you know, last week at adamandeve.com. Just use checkout code by the by. Can't wait for Arbor Day. I know. I know. I can make the easy wood jokes. I cannot wait for all the puns that day. <laughs> Father's Day will be easy as well. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. All the holidays. Just saying. Yeah. All the holidays. I love holidays. Uh, <laughs> I do too. Holiday. Especially we when we get them off work. <laughs> yeah. That was the best. Uh, we don't have another long weekend until June. So just keep calm. Carry yeah, on. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. What's our next question? Okay. So the next one came from our Discord. Discord, you know how to join. You go to www.patreon.com slash by the podcast and support us at any level. And then you link your Discord and your Patreon and then you're boom, you're on. Boom. Yeah. I just didn't have time in my jingle for that. <laughs> it's all right. Okay. So this one says, let's call this the a six versus a 10 problem. Oh, the six. Oh, the class. Oh, mm, mm -hmm. this is a classic okay. six ten. How we might navigate the lifestyle of couples connecting when there's a large difference within a couple. One half of the couple might be a 10, the other a 6. There may be a large age difference. One might be a BBW, the other thin. Depends on what you consider a 10 and what you consider a 6. But there's a discrepancy there. Okay. So we're not on the same level. Okay. So is finding couples to match with even harder when... There's two ways to look at this. Is it harder when you as a couple are not similar? So you are the couple that's the six and the 10 or you're meeting couples who are sixes and tens. 
So there's a few ways to look at this. And then that kind of leads to the whole, like, do you take one for the team? So there's a lot, I think, that can be unpacked and a lot of ways that we can look at this one. Yeah. So I'm going to start with a study that was done. I think it was in the early 2000s. I am not going to cite my source because I'm too lazy to look it up. But I do (laughs) remember seeing this done on a television show in the last 20 years. Anyway, so what they did was they got 10 heterosexual men and 10 heterosexual women into a room and they assigned each of them a number, one to 10. Mm -hmm. And so you did not know what your number was. But you would walk up to somebody of the opposite gender and put your hand out. And the goal was to get the highest number that you could. Uh That was the goal. Uh So why am I bringing this up? The interesting thing about that experiment was that most people in in those pairings done multiple times Mm -hmm. would not pair with somebody less than two than their own number. Because they made assumptions based on the numbers that would come up to them. So everybody got paired pretty well within where they were. So what, what they were. So they did the exact same experiment. Only this time, nobody had numbers. This time, all of the people were specifically chosen because they had been part of another subset that was ranked on attractiveness from 1 to 10. <laughs> and they did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Once again, the data showed that the people who were paired at the end were no less than one or two from the number that they had. So what I'm saying is that it's it's just statistically unlikely that you have fallen for somebody who is so far off of a of whatever you are. So what you're saying is that whoever in the couple they think is the six, them or their partner, is probably not. Or if they think them or their partners are 10, they're probably not. They're both probably closer to eights. Yeah, basically. You know, the, the long and short of it is. Or maybe and, a seven and a nine well, or something like that. If you, if you look at yourself and go, I'm a five, it's unlikely that your partner is less than a four or greater than a six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just statistically. Or maybe I'll even go wider, less than a three, greater than a seven. Also, ranking your people as numbers (laughs) is inherently wrong. I'm just going to put that right out. Like, I hate the whole six and ten thing because that's that is literally like in this experiment, it was just taking looks into account. So these people hadn't where they weren't, in fact, weren't allowed to speak, but it don't I, I won't I don't like to worry about things like am I a six, am I a ten, am I a two? Because I think ultimate, ultimately I am a conglomerate and I'm an average. So whatever that average is, I'm average. There you go. So But this goes back to the whole thing where if you ask a room full of people how good a driver yes. are you on a scale of one to ten, most people will put themselves between a six and an eight. You'll get a few that will say that they're less, but I mean, if it's a room full of people, there has to be an average of five. Right. Mo- generally, there should be an average of five. And so if you have everybody saying that they're above that, which most people are going to say that they're better drivers than they actually are. Unless they are, they are all in like F1 and NASCAR, <laughs> they are not above fives. One of y'all cunts is a two. I'm sorry. <laughs> For the record, <clears throat> as a side note, I rank myself as a solid two, yeah. maybe a three yeah. on a good day at driving. I am a terrible driver. 
So one of you might be an eight. <laughs> I'm just saying, and you know well, yeah, who you are. But it, but it averages out, right? It averages out. Look, yeah. in the end, we're all fives. <laughs> so, but, but it is interesting because when you think about it, I mean, but we have met those couples and we've been through those times where, and I'm not going to say it's on, I'm not going to say it's attractiveness from a physical perspective, but maybe an attractiveness from a whole person perspective. Yeah. Or maybe a connection thing or a commonality. Maybe we didn't have commonalities with them. But there have been times where we've gone through periods of we meet couples time and again. And it's like, man, so attracted to one or the other of them, but not both. Yeah. And it's really hard because we go, we have gone through spells like that. And then there's times, of course, where we're not. And it's really great when you can find a couple that you do all connect with. But again, when you get four people in a room, it's a lot harder to make that total connection. Yeah. And like, than just two of you. It's interesting because I still am of the don't take one for the team sort of, that's still my thing. There's plenty of fish in the sea and yeah, how many fish out there are poly kinky queer or, or swingers, but you know, mm. I'm going to say at least 10%. <laughs> so like, <sighs> So there, there's plenty of other options unless you live in a location where there's no other options. And I think it is dependent upon where you live, timing situations, who's around, how often you're able to do this. And also, what does taking one for the team look like? Because yeah. I think for us, it's I'm not even going to say for us, but when we first started and we would talk about taking one for the team, it was like sleeping with them, you know, like full swap yeah. kind of scenario. But now there might be a scenario where if say two of us get along or even three of us get along and maybe somebody's not quite as keen on the situation, but they're still interested and there's still things that they get out of it. It might be that you're maybe more of a voyeur or maybe you cuddle with the other person or maybe it's, you know, oral or different levels. Yeah. And so what does taking one for a team look like could be different. And I think when I think of taking one for a team, I mean like you have absolutely zero interest and you are only yeah, doing this for and your that's, partner. That's what not I think that as well. you're not getting something out of it. And like, there's very few people out there that I look at them and go, you have no value. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they exist. Some of them have been president of the United States, <laughs> but, but, but very also, few people have no value. And if, and if we meet a couple like that, then we'll likely just put the kibosh to begin with. Yeah. So, so it's interesting because I think you're right. You, there's different levels of play and what play can look like. But I lost my train of thought. Bye, train. <laughs> there it Choo -choo. goes. Just went by. Stop, stopping at the station. Maybe I can catch up to it. Um, Run up the hill quick. <laughs> right. What was I going to say? Choo-choo. Go away. <laughs> you said I was right, and then you lost your train of thought. Did that derail you? That's what happened. It's like, <laughs> shit, Angela's never been right before. And you got derailed. Oh, uh, damn it. Yeah, no, but I do agree with you. And I, I think that that there are ways that you can still enjoy yourself and have fun. Oh, I know where I was going now. So it, this is going to sound bad and it might be bad, but it is honestly how I feel. I think that talking to folks who are in rural areas that maybe don't have mm -hmm. as many opportunities Look, I don't like raw tomatoes, but I think if I was starving, I would eat a raw tomato. Does that yeah. does that yeah. does that translate? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you're if you're hungry enough, your, your standards may change. Your standards will change, <laughs> and like, I don't mean that to sound like bad. 
but it's still true. But I also, again, I think it depends on when you're talking about this. Are you talking about attractiveness from a purely physical perspective or a total person package yes. perspective? Because, I mean, I mean I'm going to say, fuck, look at ourselves. But there's a lot of people that you're like, you know, you're not really that attractive. But then once I get to know you, wow, you're a great person. And I, now I want to fuck you. And that's what I've said about us from the beginning <laughs> is like people want to fuck us once they get to know us, which is why we have a podcast. <laughs> Like, you don't have to see us. You just listen to us and you're like, holy shit, I want to fuck those two. And then you meet us and you're like, well, I mean, I'm here. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've already flown to Sydney. Guess this is what I'm doing. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that's totally what I was getting at. Uh, yeah, I figured. No, no. Yeah. no, but I do think it is just a, what is it that you're looking at? But it also may be that you go into like we've done it we've gone on date nights and met couples and it's like yeah like we really want to play tonight like we're in the mood we're ready to go and then you get there and you're like actually there is zero connection here or maybe there is a connection to one and not the other but then it kind of dampens it if you don't have that total connection and it is it's just so much harder the more people you get the more complex it gets yeah but I think that's where you need to also maybe broaden your horizons and what you're expecting I don't want to say relax your standards, well, and but, it's, but I would say think about like, what is it like, again, does it have to be full blown sex? Is oral okay? Is yeah. it fine to cuddle? Is it fine to make that emotional connection and just be nice, sexy friends that you can hang out with and not have to filter? I'm going to tell stories on Angela. Uh, oh, for fuck's sake. And I have no idea where this is going. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So like, it comes down to the thing. If you, I don't, I'm not even going to give you a number, but if you're a person and a male-bodied person, and Angela looks at you, and you have a full beard. She immediately goes, "Ugh." However, but when you say, "Hang on," but when you say "full," you mean like, like, but it's groomed. It's groomed, but, but it's a beard. Like it's not yet ZZ top. Okay. But when they look down, it. Touches, I thought that's where you were going. Not yet ZZ top, but when they look down, it touches their chest. Like it's big. So Angela will go, "Ugh, I don't like beards." But then once she talks to you, she might be like, I'm not much into beards, but I will totally ride that beard because it gives me something to hold on to. Like, like the little stick when you run on saddle on a bull. Or I don't the, know what it's called. I'm the, not a horseman. Or the better thing you do with them or is you cowman. take them like one hair at a time and you pluck them out. You do that. And that's, yeah. uh, that's not a big fan. A lot of people aren't <laughs> big fans of that. So, no. but if you reek of cigarettes, mm. there's nothing that you can do to save yourself from Angela's ire. So I think that's an important thing is we all have deal breakers, right? We all have those things that you cannot dig yourself out of the hole from. You're, you can't be a net positive. Well, there are things that are just absolute turnoffs, right? Like, I mean, you can't just say that, oh, there's, there's no absolute zero turnoffs that I can get beyond anything. Because that's not true. There are. There absolutely are. And there are certain personalities that you're going to say, like, not, nah, I, I don't care. Like, if you say this out of the other, if you have this opinion, or if you come across this way, I just can't. Yeah. Um, so but like, it, for Angela, it's, it's a lot of it's scent-based. If, if they're a smoker, or if they have really high body odor, or if they cannot speak to you without speaking like a pirate. <laughs> Angela does not like the pirate voice. <laughs> Yar me mateys, she will not hoist your keel hull. I don't know. <laughs> if she will not hoist your main yeah. mast. Um, 
Yeah. yeah, I would I would say that for me the uh, probably the two biggest are cigarettes and well, pirates. And I was gonna say and body odor. Oh. Yeah, pirates often have yeah. body odor. But it is interesting because oh, talking about that, we're gonna go on tangent here for a moment. But, but they also about, have rum. Well, but well, I do like the rum. <laughs> but body odor can be not like oh you haven't showered today or you you know went to work outside in like the forty degree Celsius heat. <laughs> <laughs> Good aside. <laughs> 40 degree, they're freezing heat. <laughs> but it could just be a simple pheromone thing. Like yeah. there have been people that we start playing with and mid-play, like once you kind of really get into it, it's like, actually, no, that's that's really kind of a turnoff. Yeah. That's hard. That's a hard situation to get out of. Um <laughs> Angela's like, you know what? Just fuck me from behind. Do everything from behind. Get as far away from my nose as possible. <laughs> But I would say for me that that is one of the things. And so if we're talking six and tens, like scent is a thing that can absolutely yeah. go up and down that scale. Yeah, it's interesting. I I I feel like we've rambled a lot without giving any actual useful advice <laughs> because it's I, I do think it is one of those things that, again, old Bradford, as we lovingly call him on this podcast, Oldford would Pastford or Passford <laughs> would have said. Just don't take one for the team ever. Newford. <laughs> Currentford. <laughs> I don't know. Not just Bradford. Yeah, that guy's an asshole. Uh, he is much more like, look, try to take another step back and get a bigger picture. I think that's what it's all about is perspective. Yeah. And, and. It goes back to the, like, do you not have any other opportunities? If you don't have a, a, a human who is dying of thirst will drink their own urine. That's all I'm saying. Like, I, I know I sound like a, oh God, I sound like a monster. But, like, you but, see what I'm saying with that. But I do, I think what you're saying is to look at what other opportunities may present themselves and what other scenarios might there be. Like, is it that we, like I said before, like, have to play in a full swap scenario? Is it that maybe we can do oral, we can cuddle? We can just enjoy each other's company. We can go for dinner and drinks. Or is it that, hey, we're going to watch, you know, the other two play, or maybe you're going to watch the other three play yeah. and then sit back and just be voyeur and enjoy and just enjoy the freaking live porn, right? Yes. Um, I, I don't see but, anything wrong with that. Yeah, no. It's, it goes back to that compersion, right? Watch your partner have fun. Yeah. Or if you don't want to be a part of it, just like, all right, maybe we, maybe this is a time that we try separate room play. Yeah. And like they go and play. And if you and the other person aren't getting it, you were like, hey, want to see a magic trick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your deck of cards. And the other thing is that if you feel that you are the couple who's has disparaging value, did I use that word right? Yeah, you did, but I I, I hate the values? connotation. Um, you have different values? No, you have... Uh, like 610, right? Yeah, but different values I hear. It's like, I want to have children. And like, <laughs> I want to annihilate children. Like, that's what, when you say different values, disparaging values. Um, yeah, I know what you, we all know anyway, what you mean. Okay, okay, you know what I mean. If you're the 6 and 10. <laughs> yeah, if you're the 6 and, can and we, 10. Why are we not using 6 and 9? I don't know. I don't know. Somebody thinks very highly of themselves or their partner. Maybe that's it. Yeah, anyway. but 6 and 9 is funny. Oh, I got it. Okay, huh? I'm a little... Finally. Jesus. Wow. Wow. Fuck. Not enough wine. I need to drink more. Drink more. Um, okay. So, but if you're that couple that you feel like you're on a different level than your partner, whatever, whichever way it goes, then, I mean, yay for acknowledging that, whether it's true or not, it probably isn't, but you know, you can think it. And then if that's the case, then, then go into situations with 
I'm going to plan. I know it's not fun to plan sexy things, but it kind of is. Um, But go in with a plan and say, okay, if we're on a different level and we feel like we're not connecting well, then I need to X to get on the same level as my partner, whichever way that goes. I need to do whatever it is, either, you know, bump up the personality, you know, put on something loud, bold, clothing wise to draw attention or otherwise, you know, whichever, again, whichever way it needs to go. But figure out like, what is it that we need to do to try to make the best of this and to try to pull other couples in and to get them engaged in both of us in some way or another. And and it could be, again, if you're looking at a play scenario, say you're at a club, you meet people and you're looking at a play scenario, just maybe say off the bat, hey, we're only looking for oral tonight. So again, it takes the pressure off of them. Don't introduce yourself that way. Don't introduce Hi, yourself that way. This no. is Bradford and Angela. We're only looking for oral tonight. <laughs> but once you start you down. But once you start engaging with people, just to let them know that, hey, there's not like any real strong pressure to do all the things or whatever. I don't know. But I think it's more just what do you need to do to try to even that playing field a bit and and set expectations for anybody that you are meeting, whether it be for a date or in a play situation or at a club kind of thing. I just I just had this moment oh where you're God. like, I know, right. Because we have a podcast. So I'm like, <laughs> hi, I'm Bradford. This is Angela. We're only looking for oral tonight. And people are like, oh, great. OK. And they take us upstairs and they are like, OK, we're going to start having sex on this bed. Will you stand over there? Yes. A little farther back. Okay. And they close the door and then they start having sex and we can hear them because they heard oral and we said oral. Oh, I thought you were going to say that we stick a microphone in their mouth <laughs> and make them talk. <laughs> ah, yeah. I'm here for oral. I said oral, not oral. Damn you. Semantics. Semantics. So close. Look, I, I think I agree with everything that Angela said. Um, planning is neither sexy, but she enjoys it. So, you know, whatever turns her on. I'm going to bring my Excel spreadsheet next time. Oh my God. She's going to show you. Mm. Mama's going to put you on a pivot table. (laughs) Yeah. You want some conditional formatting? Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, do I show you my format painter? (laughs) Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. So I I do agree. I'm going to agree with everything you said. Look, it's tough. Except for the fact that you and your partner, whoever wrote that, you're not a six and a 10. You're a nine and a nine. You're not 10. You can be better, but you're a nine and a nine until one of you spins around and then you're a six and a nine. And if you're a six and a nine, both of you will be happy. And and like most things, you know, we do tend to underestimate ourselves, especially if we're looking at looks and things like that, is most of us tend to think that we're less than other people would potentially. That is so true. Remember, your glass at home, your mirror at home is a funhouse glass. It does not tell you the truth. Yeah, it's fun. (laughs) All the people that I see in that. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yes, but Mm. no, but also yes. Yeah. I'm not sure if we really answered the question, but you know, there you go. We, 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 we rambled about the question for a while. Uh, what grade did we get? <laughs> I don't know if it's a 69, it's not going to be very good. <laughs> or it could be amazing. So I have one more question that I saw that I thought was funny. Okay. This is courtesy of uh, Instagram. Uh-huh. But the question is, if your favorite kink were a cocktail... What would it be called and what would be in it? Mm, far out. I know. I loved it. Well, first I have to figure out what my favorite kink is. 
Okay, so it, it, hold you, on, hold on. Oh, I know, I know it. Oh, wow, holy shit! Okay, go. Oral B. Ah. <laughs> and and what is an in what is in an oral B? I don't know. I haven't thought about that. <laughs> uh, so I was really bourbon or den. Oh, it could be den. So I was thinking for you, it would become something like the, um, like the sonograph, and basically it's gentleman Jack, mm-hmm. a little bit of coke, a twist of lime, probably some spiced rum as well, but then it's stirred with a with a sounding rod. Oh, I do like that. I do like that. Yes. But it's, the sounding rod is still in the gentleman's cock. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think for me, it would be something like a new old fashioned. And what it is, is basically the same old fashioned, but you pass it around for different people to mm-hmm. stick their mouth on. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, always new. It's always new. It's a new old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Bourbon, a little bit of... Like uh, recently, one of our uh, Josh, who was on the podcast recently, uh-huh. has talked about putting uh, Canadian uh, maple syrup in his instead of simple syrup. Instead of yeah. simple syrup, and look, if you do that, and the Canadians were on board, though. The Canadians were on board, but that's, I'm still going to say some of the best maple syrup in the world comes from Vermont. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I am going to say, if you are going to use maple syrup in your old fashions, please, please do the following. Look, number one is you take a fifth uh, or a bottle of bourbon, high quality, really nice bourbon. You take a whole rasher of bacon. Mm. Americans have it right. So if, you, if you're Australian, you can't get smoked bacon, make sure you get some liquid smoke as well because you're going to fry up that bacon. You're going to crunch it up. You're going to take bacon, oil, smoke, and all. Put it into a container with your bourbon, mix it up really good, let it sit for, I don't know, 12 hours, 24 hours in your fridge, shaking it every few hours. The fat's going to float to the top. You take the top off, all the fat, and you strain it out, and now you've got some bacon-infused bourbon. So then you'll take your bourbon and your bacon-infused bourbon, you'll pour that in your glass with your maple syrup, just a little bit of like coffee bitters. And then a twist of orange. And what do you have? You have the happiest breakfast in a glass. It's amazing. I didn't come up with it. It's from PDT in New York. Please don't tell. It's a great the PDT. That's the name. It sounds like it should be a swingers club. It does. It would be yeah. a great swingers club. But yeah. PDT in New York, it's called the Benton's Old Fashioned. It is, it's better than sex. <gasps> You've had it. I mean, I have. And it's... Yeah, it's pretty fucking right, good. Right, <laughs> if If I was like, Angela, you can have sex right now or a Benton's Old Fashioned, which would you pick? And you can't say both. Well, that the Benton's Old Fashioned because yeah. I don't get that very often. Right, right, <laughs> right. Anyway, so there you go. That's what I'm saying. Also, they use Four Roses bourbon. I don't want to be that guy, but it is the best bourbon in the world. So what do we have? Any other closing thoughts as I ramble on? I started the rambling in the in the earlier bits about musical theater i ended it with old fashions and bourbon and we squished it in between some questionable advice i think that's perfect perfect awesome look if you want to get more questionable advice old vice <laughs> old vice yeah that's sure um most of most of what i have is old vice uh if you want to get questionable advice from us you can email us the atoms of love at gmail.com you can reach out to us on any of our socials we are at by the by podcast on twitter Instagram and on the Facebooks. 
contact us on our website, bythebuy.com.au, and then go to the contact page. You can submit questions via there, or you can talk to us directly on our Discord channel. I've already told you how to do it twice. I'm not going to do it a third time. Whose turn is it to say a secret? Um, Probably mine. I don't recall, but we'll go with mine. We'll go with yours. I like it. Okay. Tell us something that we may not know about you, Angela. Okay. Are you ready for this one? We're ready. So the first place that I ever had sex, I think we probably talked about this on the podcast way long ago. Well, not everybody has gone back. Sure. Thank not God they have has. not gone back. Yeah. Wait till we do the re-listens. So the first place that I had, let me qualify this, penetrative sex. Fair enough. Yes. Was in my car in a cornfield. Y'all shucks. (laughs) Wait, was that joke too corny? (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 